0: Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price.
1: Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as the iPhone X.
0: Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95.
1: And they do sunglasses too.
0: Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl.
1: Warby Parker's home try-on program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home.
0: You can choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free.
1: That way, you can try all the frames and pick your favorite.
0: And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need.
1: Daniel wears Warby Parker and now he can actually see me.
0: And I'm considering a divorce. Hey! So to get started, head over to warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki again that's warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki
1: warby parker modern eyewear made simple thanks a lot
0: this is grizzly kiki i'm daniel and i'm robert and welcome to the recap of rupaul's drag race all-stars season four episode four and
1: joining us all the way from la isa del encanto is imperia hi
2: Hola, <laughs> how are what's you guys?
1: Up? How are you? I'm doing great.
2: I'm just you know living my life in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I'm back, back, back again.
1: <laughs> yes. How um how what what's it like uh what what's different about doing drag in Puerto Rico because you moved there from you moved back there from L.A.
2: That's right. Yeah. Uh, it's it's completely different. Um. Yeah. No. But uh, like I got uh, like off a plane and that same week I had a show. Um, you know, because I just like uh, I guess just worked on relationships from you know from all the way from California. So like right. I got off a plane and started doing a show, and it was just kind of like a whirlwind, you know. But yeah, it's it's completely different.
1: Had you done had you done drag in Puerto Rico before, or was it like your first thing?
2: Well, um, I started sort of like as a Halloween drag queen out here, um, so. I think I was like eighteen nineteen uh this was like two thousand eight and uh i I chased this gorgeous drag queen uh who used to work at Mac and uh she just ended up being my drag mom ultimately um and uh yeah no, I started doing like drag out here like but I mean it was just like a one time thing and then I moved and I learned everything on the internet <laughs> and now I'm back and I'm just sort of you know relearning a lot uh from my drag mom and just about makeup and uh, everything else that she
1: couldn't teach me, really, and turning these amazing looks like stop're we're,
3: <laughs> we're constantly
1: just like double tapping on Instagram, uh-huh. like you are you are just like to me, you're like the the way you paint your face is like the embodiment of like what a um a telenovela villain should look like,
2: oh thank you, no, that's like essentially the inspiration, mm. you know, just looking like. Um, like I'm on my third husband and I'm, I'm taking over the family fortune. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the idea. But just, you know, just like with a lot of like Sasson and just seasoning. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, how are you feeling about Drag Race, uh, about All-Stars this season?
2: Oh, I love it. Uh, I think there's, um, I just love that there's so much more drama than there's like, I don't know, it just feels like the, the drama is even more than what's actually happening on the show. You know, like the competition, it's more drama. And I'm so about it. <laughs> hmm and yeah, like- and I wasn't even expecting that I was going to be rooting for Valentina. I'm right. like, um, she's my front runner and I don't, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, uh, that's, I don't want to get into that.
1: <laughs> oh, I was going to say you have a little bit of a history with her, don't you? Uh, <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> well, with two of those contestants, but um, I guess... Yeah, Valentina. It was just more personal, I mm-hmm. guess. <laughs> yeah. But I'm really trying to shed that, you know, and and I'm trying to move on from from all of that. And um, I, I, like I'm actually rooting for her. I think she's she's you know, like you guys told, like we're saying last uh, for the last episode, you guys were saying that you know she's really like honed to like her crazy, and she's taking ownership of that. Mm-hmm. So you know, go her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's also we we were talking last night after watching the episode that um, like this. The the like Valent you know Valentina kind of didn't really emerge until you know the reunion of season nine season nine yeah
2: well well I mean I I yeah no I I, I you know it's it's crazy because I mean knowing her well yeah i'm pretty sure she's changed but knowing her you can see little you Mm -hmm. know little Mm -hmm. moments where that comes out like last episode where like she was in the bottom i think and then Mm -hmm. she told like so you think i can go home it's just like the way that she she expresses herself it's Mm -hmm. like you can tell that she goes off her own script that she has uh, how she wants to present
0: herself Mm -hmm. so
2: you can see it like just peeking through and just just waiting to come out oh yeah i mean she's,
0: she's She's cuckoo. Like, she's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. There's no... I mean, it works for you know, her. She's, yeah. She's killing it. But it was interesting, because, like, all the things, like, y- you know, like the... um, Oh, my God. Y- you know, all of the hate and stuff that was happening seemed to happen after her season when she was, like, out in the world and, you know, people were talking about her and things that she'd done here and there. Whereas when the show was airing, you know, when, when her season was airing, she was a very strong competitor and kind of didn't make any missteps. And... It was it's it's in All Stars that like has reminded us that she is as fierce as she is. Aside from, you know, all these like uh, character traits that might make it hard for people to deal with her or maintain friendships and and <clears throat> relationships with her. Right. You know. So you know. May- maybe you know she's just better as a a, f- a figure than as a a real person. I think in some well. instances.
2: Well, that's something that like really bothers me that people look at drag queens, I guess, like sort of like moral compass, and we're all just—can I curse? <laughs> no, you can. do We're you all want. really fucked up people, you know what I mean? And and sometimes drag is our way of coping with a lot of our traumas and and expressing a lot of things that we've internalized for so long. So you know, that that's—I guess—that's her way of just mm-hmm. you know expressing her artistry and just yeah. coping with her own shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: Absolutely. Do we think? Okay, so we talked about her like honing her crazy and how she's self-aware. Do you think that she was being self-aware on the last episode when, um, and it's, it happens really quick at the very end. She, um, it's right after Gia leaves and Trinity's coming in for a hug, but so is Manila and Valentina pushes Manila out of the way to go hug, uh, Trinity. Do you think that that was her producing herself or was that real?
2: I can't speak for her, but I'm pretty sure it's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure she's, it's 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 her her way of being. I don't know. Like, I, I like what I notice about this episode is that she tries to make moments about herself, like the way like like Trees was just. I mean, I don't want to like get ahead of anything, but uh, it's just like there there are little moments where she tries to make things about herself, and she's trying to like get the attention. Mm-hmm. So. I guess it's just I don't know it, it it's it's her, her way of being and maybe she's not like completely self aware of like how she can come off. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but whatever she's doing, I feel like production loves it.
2: Oh, absolutely. You know? Like you hear the the little like the little sound effects that they add for her mm. and like they just give her like the little extra things just mm-hmm. to make her whole shtick work for her. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. she's getting a really good edit. Yeah. And, and I've also her.
0: never seen a queen on Drag Race who every time they stop moving, it's a pose because they know that there might be a screen capture or a still or something. It's I like in her head, I think that she is competing for Miss Universe like oh I mean all but it's it's time. but
2: it's part of our latino culture as mm-hmm. well like you have no idea like that's something about drag out here in Puerto Rico like they tailor their drag after miss universe uh, pageants. you know because it's Puerto Rico's like heavy on pageants mm-hmm. and that's something that like i make fun of and that's why like i like just making like these i'm trying to produce like these looks that are sort of like just to show them, like this is, you know, I can do what you do, yeah. and still look like dress up like as Beetlejuice and still be glamorous and pretty and and be mm-hmm. ugly and all at the same time. But yeah. uh, Miss Universe and that whole pageant system and just like the whole idea of perfection is just very much in our drag, you know. Mm-hmm. It's 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 part of it. Yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. I think she she believes that fantasy because she knows that Latinos or the viewers they will eat it up and they um, eat it up here. They love her here.
0: Uh, yeah, I can we imagine. All do
2: oh they love her I just, oh god i hear all about her i'm just mm-hmm. like stop it
0: <laughs> and we were talking about yesterday how also her you know i said on season 10 we were or it's jesus on season nine you know we were all about valentina and i stopped and i'm like oh that bitch that bitch well i wasn't about her <laughs> that is her well yeah i was like that is her fucking like instagram handle is all about valentina yeah and we were like oh she knows she knows She's so smart, right, she you know, and she's also referencing Robert brought up, you know, all about Eve, which yeah. is, you know, kind of, I think, yeah. something that, again, in her head, she's probably playing that out, you know?
2: Well, she's very like that. I will say this, you know, I've I have I guess I'm just yeah, like she knows her references very well, something that like she, like at the moment I met her, uh, she seemed like someone who knew exactly where she was going. And that's something that, uh, you know, from like the people that worked with her have like expressed to like uh you know us before. It was like she's very specific and she's very and I mean and I've seen her like when it comes to designing things for her. It's just like she's very specific. She knows what she wants and she knows how to I hate to say this word. Like curate her stuff, you know, for <laughs> for, for her brand. But yeah, no, she knows she knows what she's doing. And mm-hmm. you know now she's taking full own ownership of it. And that's something about All Stars too that um I guess, like, these contestants come back knowing what to expect and knowing what's expected of them. So they're not they're not afraid to spend, like, crazy amounts of money, you know, in order to make an impact on the show.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: I mean, and especially they have, like, the money to do it. Like, yeah. any Drag Race girl gets on the show with, like, what? Like, borrow, borrow things from people and mm-hmm. just a prayer,
1: <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel bad for the girls, like... Monet talked about how she only had a couple months to both plan for All-Stars 4 and for the finale and reunion. Um, so I think that that's definitely something that in the future of this show, the, the girls who are like fresh off should consider. Because you make a bigger impact. Like even, you know, Valentina, Trinity, Naomi, the girls who had like an extra year to make money and get outfits made and stuff like that, they um they, they just they're able to uh to have these bigger productions with their outfits. And I mean that's just something I wonder if the girls are gonna think about that with these opportunities that come in the future.
2: Well, I mean like they sort of know though like and i mean and i don't i don't necessarily think that might be an excuse though because i didn't aja like wasn't aja didn't aja go into all-stars right after her season too like didn't she yeah and she spent like a shit ton of money Mm -hmm. to to look that good and and it worked for her like she cemented herself as someone who's just insanely like talented for drag
1: the thing about and not to you know not to be like let's make an exception for aja but you know, I'm about to make an exception. Oh, she's Raza. an exception though, yeah. She has really good relationships with a bunch of different designers here in New York. And so she was able probably to borrow a lot of the stuff that she got. I mean, she borrowed some really cool shit for season nine. Mm-hmm. And, right. um, and I think that she sort of understood what needed to make the biggest, like what, what needed to land in the biggest way and yeah. also what, you know, you know, all of that stuff, but also, like, knowing more than one designer means that you can spread out the work among several different people and then mm-hmm. hopefully get those garments back in time. Yeah, for sure. Know?
0: Well, so, and, you know, Aja had most of what I think everything except the, like, Lady Gaga, um like, Comme des Garcons. Um, oh, yeah. The replica dress? Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. replica. I think everything other than that was custom made for her you know well i
2: know i know i know for a fact that for all stars, she was just heavy hitting on everything she was mm-hmm. just very much on top of everything uh and because i mean like she got stuff designed by you know people that have you know like my ex-boyfriend and um our, my friend uh, uh reiko who designs jewelry for aja mm-hmm. and like some other girls in the show and she's on top of her game like she the kid is hungry like she's yeah. very ambitious like i i know how she works and I mean, for someone so young, like, I have nothing but respect for Aja, I swear. Because I've seen it firsthand, and I know how she is.
0: She's just you know in we like, were
1: literally there the night she won her first pageant mm-hmm. in new york city like we've seen her grow from a child to the, what she is today yeah and we are completely blown away like her time on drag race she should be nothing but proud yeah. of what she did on that absolutely show. And she's yeah.
0: never lost any of her like <clears throat> excuse me authenticity either oh, which yeah. is i mean so and that's important. very in. Yeah. like that,
2: that's like that's something that works for a lot of people like cardi b like people are authenticity they eat it up
1: yes. yeah
0: absolutely <laughs>
1: Speaking Mm. of authenticity, let's talk about the challenge for this week's episode. (laughs) I personally, as a citizen of the planet of New Jersey, I... um, Or former citizen, excuse me. I am shocked and appalled by all of the hate speech that was hurled at my home planet on this episode. Uh, I, I don't know who made the wrong stop on the New Jersey Turnpike at some point. One of the producers... No, I'm totally kidding. This is all real. This is all completely real.
2: There was a lot of lasagna on this episode. I know. What the fuck?
1: Um, I've never eaten as much lasagna as they referenced on this show. And I grew up in New Jersey, so... Um, What did you... I hated this challenge. What did, the, did you, you two talk about okay. it? What did you think? So,
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, do you want to go first, Imperia? Or, oh no, just go ahead. Okay. Babe. I, okay. So, uh, watching it the second time is when I was like, really? Like, right. It, it, I, I like the idea. I thought that certain like the um i like the idea of michelle being a judge of a a, small
1: claims court exactly i think she was are you kidding i'm
2: such a whore for those type of shows i'm like your honor she's a lying ass bitch and i have the screenshots to prove it exactly i got stuff about that i'm like oh my god i'm obsessed with judge judy and the people's court Mm -hmm. and my dream has been to be on uh, as an audience member for the people's court and i think they filmed that in new jersey or new york yeah oh my
1: god. i think it's It's filmed in california
0: actually but, no, that's Judge Judy. That's oh, Judge Judy. Judy. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. She films like a bunch and then flies back to New York. Right, that's what she yeah, does. Yeah, like a baller. Um, but I like I like the first group and the third group. The you know the first pair and the second and the third pair that went because the thing is that like it was you know they're given these characters and these outlines and stories, but it's like who like honestly who thinks of these stories? Because like that's the thing. It's like you're giving these girls an outline right and character descriptions and again if the girls aren't coming up with the ideas themselves how are you going to be sure that they're going to like play it out as like you know whatever challenge producer came up with you know like the like the woman who goes to like the dog salon or like the cake discrimination thing and the second group was the worst for me because oh my god
2: the worst when
0: when they and it wasn't even like you know latrice like might as well have been taking a nap okay but Uh. the thing is that when you tell me okay it's a cake maker and there was discrimination and you have two other people and rupaul says that it's timely to me i'm like oh okay so um, you know, Latrice is going to be the cake maker and then like y- you know, Monet and and um and Monique, Monique are going to be a like a lesbian couple. Because that's the whole thing with this fucking cake thing is that cake makers have discriminated against gay couples. But then what they're given is a cake maker whose daughter took revenge against somebody because of something that we don't even know because it wasn't even clear and it's like so that's the prompt that you gave them like you're not even using the the real issue that you're referencing that bothered well,
2: me. I mean I guess it's just like I mean Like, I've auditioned for the show before, and they, you know, you have to recreate some sort of, uh, you know, like an acting challenge. Mm -hmm. So you're giving somewhat of a script, you know, you have to sort of follow the story. But I think it really, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like you have to implement your character into what's what's expected of you. And you take, you just take it wherever you want. I feel like as long as you follow the prompts of like, this is where the story needs to go. If you don't feel if you feel unclear about something then maybe you should just take initiative with your team and and make it happen and you know what I mean like just take the story yeah. where you want to take it as opposed to letting the the script just take you and then you blaming the script for you failing the challenge or you mm-hmm. being set up to to fail yeah. you know so it's just like you taking the script and just running with it like I loved I like the only part that I loved about that second challenge was Monet like I think I I don't know like um I feel conflicted about like that team. I just I can't stand Moni Kart. I I, I I can't i I'm sorry. Brown
0: Cow <laughs> Brown snoring. I'm
2: so tired of it. Like brown she's snoring. she's milked that reference for all that it's worth. Like no pun intended. And I'm just is so it, is it her
1: voice? Is it oh her my voice? Does it
2: screeching the the cows <laughs> the the? Oh my god! Stop! Just I don't know. It's just like she had very limited references, and she's just really, just really, just taking us through it, like with the whole brown cow and snoring. I'm sick of it. But yeah, I'm I'm just a, I I wanted Monet to just you know take it home, and she just yeah no I, I loved her. I, she was my favorite part of that uh group.
1: I actually, I really enjoyed Monique's performance because I thought she was actually furthering the story in her group. Right. But to me, out of the three of these, my favorite was Valentina.
2: Oh, oh my God. I guess. (laughs) Like, my favorite was Naomi. Like, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I mean, she was kind of flat. But it's just like yeah. her character. It's like I've seen that lady uh, in, uh, on too many court shows. Like I've seen her, and like she's putting her like her business on her boyfriend's mm-hmm. eighty seven convertible. And I'm like, yes, I've seen her on a TV court show. Like she's she does her homework, you know. Like, yeah. But she pulls too many references. Like her name was like like Lady Gaga's like Stefani Durmanada yep. Ravioli. And I'm like, girl, it's yeah. <laughs> I, but I love her though. It was she was my favorite. I'm like I I. Naomi's, mm-hmm. like, the underdog for me for this season. Like, she did great on, on the Snatch Game, and she wasn't recognized for that. Yeah. Like, her Wendy Williams was incredible. And, and yet again, she's just she, she's just portrayed as someone who's just really boring and flat, you yeah, know, which can't right. come off that way. But I think she's, she's great on the show.
0: I, and I thought in this challenge, like, I agree with you. I think she was one of the best. And I'm surprised that it wasn't, like, that she didn't... Uh, sorry, that she wasn't, like, uh, put ahead of Manila because... To me, it's like Naomi just seems so kind of effortless in what she was doing, you right? Know, in 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 her half of the challenge. Also, she looked like Teresa Judice, like <laughs> like she did the like the makeup, the way she was pursing her lips. Um, I love that you know she's like called her dog Panini. I like, love
2: that and tiny... the voice like a smoker's
0: yeah. voice. Yeah, and then Manila, I mean, she was okay. It, it was a bit like. Um, so
1: my interpretation of what happened is that manila is manila is pretending to be a poodle essentially so she's got this all of this like poodle like energy and she was basically acting in circles around naomi because it seemed to me like naomi was far too entertained by what manila was doing because if you watch carefully when she's talking about her business she um she's like Cra- already starting to crack up as she's describing the business and it's like you have to be able to hold it together a little <laughs> bit longer than that in right. order to do an improv challenge mm-hmm. but visually i thought naomi was total accuracy Yeah, total absolutely. Accuracy. absolutely i mean they Completely were
2: both
0: bigger. super entertaining you
2: know that's my that they were my favorite like overall from the talent they were my favorite mm-hmm. like the i liked the valentina trinity uh uh you know challenge se- uh, too but i just I found it to be a little too messy, like the wicks coming off at the end. I mean, that's part of the yeah. whole, you know, mm-hmm. the gag of it. Yeah, but it's exactly. just, it, it just they, they, they Naomi uh, uh, Manila to seem more organized. You know, it was messy, but in the right way. Like she start, she starts yapping and barking, and I'm like, oh yes, everything.
0: That was that was kind of funny how she was speaking, but it was as it, like you said, like as if she was yapping, and that that actually caught my attention because I was like. How is she doing that because she's actually well, forming words, but it but she sounds like a dog, <laughs> yes
2: well, that's what I love about Manila, and that's why I've always loved manila. It's just the mm-hmm. fact that she's a concept queen, and she sticks with it throughout mm-hmm. like yeah. you know whatever she does
0: absolutely
1: yeah, yeah i um I thought I really didn't like the first group, I just didn't care for the story or anything. My favorite part with the two of them was when they were exiting the courtroom. And Manila starts barking and Naomi is spraying her with the spray. Her. <laughs> I was like, this is genius. Where was this during yeah. the first part of the Seriously, challenge? yeah. Um,
2: but that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes you're I'm I'm I doubt that they were giving that prompt, like, oh, she sprays her. You know, it's just like this is them probably plotting, like, I'm gonna wear this and then you're gonna yeah, do that. Absolutely. And this is how it's gonna work. So it's it's teamwork, yeah. literally.
1: Right. Um and then in terms of the second group, I just wanna talk because I actually I think I already said this. I really liked Monique's performance, Mm -hmm. Um, but I take issue with like, who are these black Italians that live in New Jersey? Like, I never, (laughs) I never (sighs) encountered any people like the like the ones in the second group. So I'm curious. Like, did they? I'm wondering if they told them to play Mm -hmm. up the Italian element, and it's like there are other types of people who live Mm -hmm. in New Jersey
0: that you could. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, but they were, you know, they were doing the stereotypes and all of that. But I thought Monet was actually really, really good. And I don't care if they were like, it's Monet with a blonde wig on or whatever. Oh, I don't care. Or or the critique that they gave her that, you know, like all the good stuff had been done before you got there. And it's like, "Mm, no. I doubt that. It got
2: better the moment she got there.
0: Monique Monique was carrying everything and Latrice was like observing. Yep. Which was really sad because (laughs) when they were rehearsing... latrice obviously had dialogue latrice was auditing this challenge yeah <laughs> and so you know then monet shows up and i i just i i, I loved her energy because she just came in and was like going 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 you uh-huh. know totally. um so the critique you know again that critique that everything had been done before she got there was like off base because like when that got... was kind of off base about oh well, yeah <laughs> <What was it? laughs> the blonde one No, the one with the bun, (laughs) the the one with the bun, (laughs) and the gold. That was. I actually I
1: wrote her name down because I didn't want to forget it. Erica Ash, why were you there?
0: Because they, they couldn't get um, what's her face. I always forget her name. Who um, from Who are you from thinking? Scandal? You know the one <laughs> she was giving me. Um, oh, you like, think Olivia Pope copy? Oh, so Carrie uh, Washington. Carrie Washington. So she... Oh, absolutely.
1: Isn't she a guest judge on this season later? Maybe. Did, I not She announced.
0: I feel like this woman didn't know how to judge. Well. No, she came off as really rude and like she took the yeah. whole Simon
2: thing too seriously. Mm-hmm. It's, it's supposed to be like encouraging and like yeah. shady.
0: Stunning. Yeah. She was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Glowing gold with the bun, the whole nine yards. But it's like, do you even watch this show? I right just, you know i was wondering i mean
1: not that uh, obviously we know who zoe kravitz is because oh, she's God, lenny her. kravitz and lisa bonnet's daughter um and she's fucking stunning absolutely. but um and she i guess is on a new tv show which i'm forgetting for whatever reason oh
2: yeah no it's uh, it's called a uh, uh, big little lies i think yes. it's called it's okay. on hbo she was incredible uh, uh it's it, it was on it's uh it's coming uh, a second season And, uh, yeah, she's great. Like, she plays, like, a young second wife of, like, one of, like, the... uh, It's, like, Reese Witherspoon's ex-husband, so there's some drama there. And, uh, yeah, she's very, like, new agey and trying to get her husband into yoga and all these things. And and Reese Witherspoon is just, like, very cookie-cutter, and she's just like, oh, well, I'm not into that, and I'm not into Mm -hmm. what she's doing to her daughter, that sort of thing. So she's incredible. I love i love her zoe yeah i totally love her
1: i and i also feel like with zoe she showed that she was a fan of what was Mm -hmm. happening on the stage oh yeah with erica it was like we could have we could have gotten someone like they could have gotten anyone from any of the other vh1 shows like you have a huge pool to pick from you have love and hip-hop like all the different cities Mm -hmm. you have black ink crew and um I'm forgetting the rest of them, but there are like, there's a whole slew of VH1 shows that they could have mm-hmm. I mean, gotten someone from. why didn't they try
0: and get like, oh, I forget her name. She's the, like the, like the Latina judge with the like burgundy hair. She's like one of these uh, people's court people
2: like judge Millian, Marilyn Millian. is that
0: her i think that's her yeah like they from could the have, people's court yeah. yeah they could have gotten one of them like that would have been very apropos for this but you know who does caso cerrado what's her name oh my god
2: <laughs> oh my god Ana maria polo
1: <laughs> done can we have her please
2: totally <laughs> done yeah. so my mom woman? watches that show religiously it's who's crazy.
1: who's the woman who wrote the book about selena's death from god. primer impacto like Come
2: on. Uh, like, uh, Maria Raras. thank you. Yeah. Like Yeah, but she looks too serious. <laughs> like I'm like, she's too serious for me. I need mean, like someone saucy with a lot of drama. Yeah, like
1: right. Um. Yeah. 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 So there are all these different or even uh what's her uh Lauda, whatever her name is, Laura D'America. Laura Bosa. Yeah, Isn't she Laura. like <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so she's, so she's
2: messy again. Uh. It's, right yeah, now, no.
1: but
0: isn't it <laughs> like it's <No>, a <laughs> million would have
2: been good for this because yeah. she's yeah. she's she's from jersey she's very like oh, fuck, i love mm-hmm. her i yeah. love her i like
0: her she's very like you know she's like latina judge judy and i can get on board with
2: yeah that. and she like sometimes like her latino like uh she comes off with like a lot of sayings she's like you know what i mean like she comes up with that shit and i'm like yes come through with the sayings i'm here for it yeah <laughs> like it's yeah uh, she's like my mom on tv yeah oh
1: uh. Love it. Um, I think wait, do we talk about the last group? No, but we can and Let's then we'll do it yeah and then take a break. So
0: I I happen to really like um I Was Snickered by Snooky with Trinity and Valentina. Um I also like that Trinity kind of took a second to say her name because when it came out, I was like, Wow, that must have been really hard to not say Fisher Price. Uh I was I was uh, very I was very entertained by it. That being said, Trinity was was kind of like, you know, they hadn't cranked her enough because it was was a little slow going. And Mm -hmm. she, she needed all that time before Valentina showed up to, like, become involved. Because once Valentina showed up, it was like, where was Trinity?
2: yeah honestly. well i mean and i and i, and I think it's uh, like Trinity's a pageant queen so mm-hmm. like the moment you set her up next to a competitor i'm pretty sure she's gonna do anything to amp up the energy and yeah. when you have someone like valentina who's who's not holy she's she's Crazy, all lose like this season. So she knows, Trinity knows that she has to bring it in order to be able to match that energy that Valentina was going to bring.
0: And considering that Valentina was like, you know, I can, I can, I can do the look, I I can do what you want me to, but you know, with the improv, and it's like, okay, well, that was a lie because you were just, you know, firing on like on all cylinders. Like she was just going (laughs) off. Like I love that like her tanner was running. So like under her eyes, it was lighter all the shit in her hair like it was very um it was it was just so well done like i i really totally um, enjoyed it and i loved at the end when they came out they had like different hair on as if they'd like been <laughs> through a fight and like Tr- oh, my God. like yeah and trinity had like a dollar bill stuck to the bottom of her shoe like they Ooh. came they came with costume changes
2: Right. no my favorite thing was when she like she was supposed to get like her like her driver's license or some sort of identification oh and she god, just like right. flip valentina flips over her purse mm-hmm. and all this shit came out and i'm just
0: like this is everything that's too real it's yeah. too yeah. real it's like i've done that when i need to find <laughs> something i just empty my bag out you know i'm
1: yeah. i'm happy that uh valentina was able to redeem herself because remember nina and tina Ooh.
2: oh Which, god I, yeah but i mean i think that's she's 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 a good study and i think that's Mm -hmm. what she needed for the show it was she needed time in order to be able to get to that point but i mean we don't all have our experiences the way that we you know we plan so she she got on the show pretty fresh and then now she's really flourished and it's something to be proud of yeah
1: Absolutely. absolutely Um, let's take a break before we talk about the runway. Um, and um, yeah, we'll talk about the runway and RuPaul's amazing look Jeez. before we even talk about that. So stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, hi. It's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy and it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the key key going. We're back, and it's time to talk about the runway. Wait a second.
0: Let's My talk favorite about RuPaul.
1: Part.
0: <laughs> can Go we ahead. can talk we get into RuPaul. this? This uh like jersey mother nature like I don't even know where those boots end.
2: Oh, I love I, the color.
0: I like this this kind of acid green with the purple boots and and the hair that has that like old RuPaul wave to it. You know this like Yeah, honey... and like the makeup. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? I was like, "Okay, wait. What's going on here?" Because this t- like talking about redemptions, RuPaul uh. looks stunning perfect like wearing green next
2: to that Michelle Visage I can't I believe it
0: <laughs> and she had an upper lip there was a little bit of lip liner uh-huh. today like they need to do every week <laughs> um so like I don't know if Delta did this or who did this or even if Zaldi made this because there's some things that she's been wearing that don't really look like Zaldi made them or you know what, right. you know that, that same dress that he just puts shit on to stick out so they look different I I feel like she's really taking some some uh, some chances this season and mm-hmm. this was just amazing. Like fantastic. And I don't know and what else. She looks to say, great. Yeah. You know. I
1: I thought she, it was very Marie Antoinette is competing in the Little Miss Perth Amboy pageant.
0: Oh, so
2: about it. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sold.
1: <laughs> and I fucking love it. Like she just she looks amazing. I was going to say what Daniel said, like a little
0: shade, because that hair does not look like Delta's work. Whoops. Right. Um. Oh. <laughs> also, she hasn't worn hair this big no. in a while. Yeah. Huh. And you know that was heavy, because she was moving even less than usual. Yep. Oh, yeah. She, was, she
2: looked stiff. Mm-hmm. like She was just like, like I'm just going like, to do this little thing and try yeah. to like, not sweat it out. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you know, she could have worn this last week for, uh, you know, boots the house down.
2: Oh totally, because the boots like they seem like they're uh they go all the way up. Yeah, they're
0: pants practically. Right. Um. Ugh. Yeah. Now only if she could, you know, if she could only perform something, that'd be great. Wow. Wow.
2: If she could actually perform well, something, <laughs> you know,
0: I can't. I just can't. I can't let it go. You know, like <laughs> she is problematic. So okay. We, you know, we have to keep that in mind. Yes. Right. <laughs> the runway theme this week is
1: curves and swerves padded for the gods um and i feel like a lot of girls didn't really know like there was a lot of sasha bellisms happening on this episode (laughs) Um, yikes (laughs) let's start with manila um what did you think of this outfit
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I liked it. I mean, I'm 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 a sucker for any Chanel reference. I just I don't know what's going on with her wearing flat ass hair. Like, thank, thank every Second week in a row where she wears like flat hair. Like, that, was everyone busy to make a hair like some 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 sort of hair for her? Well, because like, I mean, like, yeah. the, I like the whole idea of her wearing black and having like little blonde streak. Like, that's her signature. And I like, if she would have had like some sort of quaff, like just Marie Antoinette style mm. hair that goes with the whole French theme. Or like some sort of French poodle hair that goes along with what you did for the challenge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that I think that would have worked. But the everything but the hair, just I was not having it.
0: Yeah. I I like this, but when she came down the runway, I was like, Oh, okay, but this doesn't really like when I think of curves and swerves, and well, you know, there is one contestant who I think really just like knocked it out of the park in terms totally. of that. It's that you're like th- these are pennys. Like, I, you know, yes, you're altering your body shape. But when I think of curves and swerves, I'm thinking of the fact that we're going to see something tight and form fitting and yeah. something more exaggerated than what you typically do with your drag body, hmm. you know. And to me, this kind of like swinging back and forth as she walked and and like you said, it's like the flat hair really just like killed the whole thing because you have all this volume. But then you also have this like limp ass wig and it's not even a short wig. It's just long and doing nothing, you know? Uh-huh. And so to me, I was like, I don't know, maybe like half a curve and barely a swerve. I, 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 you know, in terms of the challenge, I didn't think it fit. But that's a problem that we encounter kind of. This episode. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: I think. OK, so here is where this is a perfect example of um, of a problem that was brought to my attention by none other than Bob, the drag queen. When you're, when you are ventilating a wig, which it's clear that this black streak in the front of her wig was ventilated in, right? You have to use the same texture as the wig you're starting out with. And this black streak here is clearly a different texture. And so it makes the wig look like it's from, you know, it's like, oh, you bought a, um, What's her name? Lily Munster wig. Mm-hmm. Oh, from Party City. Yeah, and that's what you're wearing.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the the like the black fibers are just like separating from the blonde. Yeah, there's it's like the black fibers. It looks crunchy. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. And she shouldn't look True. crunchy. She's Manila, right?
2: I mean, <laughs> but I like, but Manila turns out looks though. Like, oh yeah, yes, absolutely. I just, I just feel like she was maybe she was trying to keep it just young and and modern. And maybe she just decided that maybe like a f- just some flat hair was going to make it work. But I just, no, I wanted to see some no. up do something crazy, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, just big and like Marie Antoinette S. Yeah. Like what, like what Raja identity. wore
0: her season. Totally. Absolutely. Are you kidding? Like, yeah. Just like a, you know, curls. Like just something like really like piled high. I think would have been much better. This, totally.
1: this outfit was begging for an updo and also I want to disagree with everything that Daniel said because I feel like panniers and corsets and everything the whole reason they mm-hmm. came into existence was to change the shape of your body absolutely so her using them and you kind of seeing them it's kind of cool like especially with all of the quilted material as a nod to mm-hmm. Chanel like this whole Chanel moment it's like it's a little bit like Uncle Carl on the top, which is a nod to Manila's, you know, birth name. Um, And then, like, slowly it's like, oh, mm-hmm. Carl and Coco. And th- I-, I liked that. And that's why, to me, the hair is as offensive as it is because mm-hmm. I want this to look like... I want this to be fire head to t- head to toe. So yeah, I want it yeah.
2: to work too. And it's—I mean—the outfit is also a really good excuse to not pad. It seems like it. Like right? she, it looks mm-hmm. like she—she's not even padded. So yeah. it's the perfect excuse to not even tuck. <laughs>
1: and you don't have to with a look like this, right? right? <laughs> That's hard
2: because mm-hmm. it's cheating the, the figure for you. So I see it, but exactly. I mean, I want it to work so bad. It's just the hair that doesn't yeah. work for me.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of fires, we have Naomi with a burnt pie. <sighs> which I thought was a really cute prop to bring out with this look. What did you think? Brilliant. Of
2: um, I think, I mean, I, I, the first thing I thought when I saw it, it was, why don't you love me, Beyonce? I was like, yes! oh, oh, get the reference. Goodness! I love it. I want it. I want that look. It. I just, oh God. And she's burned. It's like very Mrs. Dubfire. Mm-hmm. And her body looked amazing. Like mm-hmm. her body looked amazing. Yeah. And I mean, she's clearly padded because, you know, she's, I mean, I don't, she doesn't need padding. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. right. from the people that I've seen, like, like wearing clothes she just wears clothes so effortlessly and she's just got like such mm-hmm. a beautiful body but she knew like she she actually listened and it just seemed very subtle but this look was even though it's simple it seemed very effective to me Yeah,
0: I like that it was you know looking at like the 1950s and you know those, those silhouettes that you know women were told they had to achieve and she's taking it and making it bigger but then also bringing in like the housewife element and like I the little it. like the little bobby socks I thought were such a mm. Like a cute touch, mm-hmm. you know? Um, ah, yeah, I just, I loved it. And, you know, again, you get that surprise when she turns sideways and there's more of a curve because she, for her, she does, she doesn't normally do this. You know, it, it's not right. normally, um, like these proportions. And yeah. you even have it in the shoulders too, these like puff sleeves that balance everything out. So it was a very cohesive look, I think.
2: Absolutely. I agree. I just, it's, I love it. <laughs>
0: She almost looks like a cartoon of
1: a nineteen fifties housewife. Mm-hmm. That's I it's think very the favorite.
2: hours. I messed up this cake, and I'm trying to oh, be a, yeah. the perfect housewife. And yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm.
1: everything right. Um, Trinity. Okay, so Trinity. To me, when I first look at this look, I if I block out her face, I'm like, oh, Monique Hart's wearing mm-hmm. you know like another one of her creations. Um, oh. But and I don't hate it. I'm just saying, like, it looks like this looks like something Monique would wear. Mm-hmm. What do you two think? right? <laughs> Tell us.
2: I, I no, I like it. I, I, I totally. I, I I want Trinity to win. Is yeah. I know. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. I actually just don't. Didn't do anything for me though. I mean, I'm like, oh, it's striking, but it just didn't do anything for me. I just. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I love it. I don't. I don't want to. I I love and I want her to win. She's she's like I don't know. She's my top two, but yeah. um, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this look.
0: I agree. I think it was. It's a beautiful look. I love it again from head to toe this kind of uh, like seaweed you know mm-hmm. effect that the fabric has I think is great it's well made um, y- you know when they did close up shots of her it's not just like a, like a bathing suit it actually has like piping and it looks like it's very structured um, and, and whoever made this hair for her these like waves I'm like great you have your curves you have your swerves but it's not I don't know it's just it's, it's not like this could be for anything i think it's it, it, it in, okay. in my opinion you know it, it, it could right. be i don't know i don't know for, for what runway or whatever but it's not um i don't know it's not that specific to me mm-hmm. anyway. it
2: just seems to me like they're all were like okay well i'm not gonna rely on that body mm-hmm. and because like, when i think about it it's just or maybe it's because it's harder to pack you know if you pack it like up like some sort of like body specifically for this episode you know i probably would have taken some space in their luggage or something but I, when i think of the challenge i just think body 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 you know i want to see like, exactly thick, yeah. juicy like like roxy andrews mm-hmm. but padded you know just yeah i want juicy curves so and i just don't i just mm-hmm. feel like they were all like well everybody's gonna do body so i'm just gonna do it with my hair and outfit mm-hmm. and i think that's what she did
0: yeah i want you to not be able to fit through Like the runway door. Like I want thick with double
2: C's. Like Like I want to eat you you up. Rolls upon
0: rolls and like, you know, just like Michelin Man, but since Totally. You know? (laughs) With a ways. Yeah, with a a little (laughs) Michelin. Yes, work. I would love that. Uh, Next up we have... Wait, I want to talk about this hair. And I
1: just want to give a shout out to whoever designed this hair. And I want you to know that Should you ever need an assistant to go get coffee or whatever? Like, I will do, I will, I will give you all of my organs. Um, if you like uh, teach me how to do this with hair, because I, I think he actually
2: works. does hair for Alaska, too, because the hair mm-hmm. seems very familiar. Yeah, and I think it's the same with stylist that um, Alaska has to just throw in that. Yeah, after.
0: he's he yeah. did. um He did her her hair that um that she won all stars in. He did the hair that they used to make her like pop her Funko doll. He did uh, Chi Chi's all stars promo hair. And I, I don't know how he does it it's crazy but if you go to i mean it's so
2: beautiful like i would love to wear that
0: if you go to trinity's instagram she tags him um i i like this technique is amazing and Uh, i i want to know i want to know the ways sir (laughs)
1: or (laughs) ma'am or you please teach me let's talk about valentina talk
0: about not fitting into the challenge okay i disagree oh Okay. okay, go so, ahead. So, <laughs> as soon as she came down the runway, I knew exactly what this was referencing, and I agree with her being upset with the one with the bun and the gold, because this is a direct reference to Dior Fall Winter 2005, when John Galliano sent a series of gowns down the runway that essentially were ripped apart so that you could see the insides and the process of creating the curves and the corsetry and, and essentially altering the body, and I love that she came up with this reference because I think it's really smart. It's very specific and nobody got it. But when the model walked down the runway for this particular show, she also had, you know, tapes that, you know, like the, 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 the face tapes and wig cap that were exposed and she looks like a dress form. Like when she's standing head on, you see the exaggerated shapes of the dress form. Um, so maybe not like a hundred percent, but I like, I, I like it. And I think that it does fit the challenge to a certain degree, but that's just, me. uh,
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, and I get that. Like I was with like some like fashion fiends and they were just like, Oh my God, that's a Dior reference. That's mm-hmm. a Galliano reference. So like, I, 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 I get that, but, it, and I, I'm not mad about the idea of the look. I mean, I think it's pretty bold for her to actually go bald uh, on the runway, yep. but um, I just don't think it fits the idea of like curves and swerves. And I'm like, Oh, I get it. Like it's, you're designing, like, a a form. But it's just, it's, I don't know, it's just way off the mark for me. I mean, it's, I love the look. Mm -hmm. But it seems a little too scattered and just, like, off the mark. Like, I want it to work, but it's just, I don't know. I could, I just, I want thick, juicy. I want curves. (laughs) I want body.
0: (laughs) Same. Uh, I don't like that they called it cheap, though. That bothered me. Yes. Oh, I don't think it's
2: cheap. I I think it's very elaborate if you really look at it.
0: And also the fact that, like, when when she disrobed, you could see that, like, the like the back was part of a corset that was like hanging you know hanging behind her to support everything and i'm like yeah you're not really like fine if you think it doesn't fit the challenge whatever but it's like this is not poorly made
1: well right i think that aside from thinking it doesn't fit the challenge, I think this is really cool. And like, like you said, Imperia, I think it's really bold for Valentina, not just to go down the runway without hair, but for her to do this look in general, because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so far outside her comfort zone. And so I appreciated her taking that risk, but like not for this one
0: you know what i mean
2: right right this didn't seem the right challenge to do it it's just like oh well i have this outfit let me see if i can put it there
0: she even had like setting powder like just like Uh, all over her like you would you know before you're like getting dressed like it was all over the pincushion
2: bracelet
0: yeah
2: it's oh no like it's it's, the beauty's in the details Mm -hmm. you know like it's 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 beautiful but i just don't think that for the challenge i don't think it works
0: also,
1: they showed her getting ready, and she takes far too long to contour. I don't know what she was doing, but every time they went over, she was putting more cream on her face. And I'm like, girl, there's too much highlight on your face right now. Well, you know, like, her and
0: Trinity had to have that whoa. whole discussion, so she had to do something.
1: Well, she could have moved on to like I mean, contouring. Like, she didn't, she ignored the bottom half of her face during that whole conversation. It's like, you could be. In drag, so much faster if, like, you that's. I mean, that's
2: a of. rumor that, about Valentina that she takes forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, I think it was like a Bob that, uh, no, it was Monet and uh, and Hart. they had a live, and they were talking about that she takes. She's, she does her makeup the quickest, and that was just, like, the joke. You know, she, oh, she's the quickest. You know, she takes, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: They talked about, on the most recent episode of Sib- Sibling Rivalry, they talked about how Monet showed up to film, and I guess Valentina had been there since 5 o'clock or 7 o'clock. Oh God. 7
0: in the morning, yeah. And she
1: didn't actually film her promo until 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. because oh it took God. her that long to get in drag. That doesn't make any uh-huh. sense
2: absolutely not
0: she enjoys the process obviously she
2: does yeah no mm. she I've, i remember her talking about that i like how she just really set it up like sets it up and mm-hmm. she puts her on her music and it's kind of a ritual for her but girl she's so
0: fucking extra yeah
1: <laughs> let's talk about the one who did the entire challenge in my opinion <laughs> literally heart oh i love this like a dream Literally a dream. I would complain about her makeup, but whatever, who cares? There's too much <gasps> highlight on I'm your bare. forehead. Gorgeous. <laughs> There's too much highlight bare. on your forehead, ma'am. Too much.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like I like the I like the idea of the makeup. Like I love the shape of the eyes. I just I just I just don't know if she's really like honed the whole highlighting for TV or just mm-hmm. doing her makeup for TV. Mm-hmm. But I I it's, it was probably like my favorite look in mm-hmm. terms of like her hitting the marks of the challenge.
0: I absolutely like she looked like some really like fashion stuffed animal that you'd win at a carnival <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like I want that one like I want to yeah. win- I want to win you know the moo a ah sensation um, oh, God. because okay so like you know this whole brown cow stunning thing it's a lot but she she looks like a strange perfume bottle like I, 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 it, it's just so beautiful and the hair it's just right you know it's it's just swervy enough um and i i do believe of everybody you know she was one of like maybe the two queens who like hit it right on on, you know hit the nail on the head with her look um just you know brown cow stunning i mean what like what else
2: yeah it's like i I just don't have anything bad to say about Mm -hmm. it because it's just like it hits all the marks so like and she looks stunning
1: so Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah Should we talk about Latrice? Okay, next we have Latrice in another long... In another. <laughs> another tube dress.
1: Not another. Specifically the look from the cover of her album, Here's to Life. Specifically. This is the dress. This is the hair. All of it. And I suspect, I may be wrong, uh-huh. I suspect that this is the same hair that she walked into the workroom with on this season. It's not... uh. <laughs> I
2: don't know. Latrice has been so disappointed. Oh my God. I'm going to like get so much hate for this, but she's been so disappointing for me this season. Cause it's yeah. just like, she's just such a, she's such a powerhouse and I've seen her perform and I love her and adore her. And it's just, I don't know. There's just like, she's maybe there, there was something going on with her when she got on the show, but it's just, she's been so oh. underwhelming for me. Like I want to love yeah. her and I want to root for her. And I'm like, oh my god, like cringing. Like, please, please, just like make it work, make mm-hmm. it happen for like this snatch game, and then for this episode. And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's just not working for me.
0: It's not the same dress though from her album cover. Really? No, the one from uh-huh. her album cover is black, but it's the same. It's the same necklace silhouette. No, like. it's just but like it, but... it, it, yeah. I hate that the stones are so big. Like it just it 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 is a pretty dress, but it's like. trees like you're
1: the type of shit you do the
0: first time you stone a gown Mm -hmm. and you realize yeah just doing the same
2: size and just like not giving it the right yeah Yeah.
0: and then also she turns around and literally there's like a line where there's like i get that sometimes you know you're not going to stone the back of the dress or whatever but it's kind of (laughs) like when you go to a department store (laughs) and you see this gorgeous dress that's all sequin fabric in the front and then you pick it up and it's like spandex in the back
2: Oh god!
0: And it's like because nobody's gonna look at you, walk away, like pay a little more and just put the fabric all around, or you know, like you can see it in this. Yeah, picture you can too. see the line, no. and it's like it, it. It's like Latrice is so much better than this, and it's like she seems to believe that because she is Latrice, motherfucking Royale. Right. Like, she's relied on that. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what did you call her, Robert? I said she should change her
1: name to Latrice Laurel because she likes to rest on her laurels. Um, <gasps> That, I mean, and that's very shady. But like, girl, that's what you served us on this episode. Mm-hmm. I love the
0: girls are going in this episode. How, <laughs> how, and in in the workroom, right? Like after the challenge, when they were getting ready for for the runway, when yeah. she was like, "So I think we were really funny." And no, 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 you were trying. What she was trying to do was like gauge how each girl felt about how she did to find out where she stood with whoever was going to like send her ass home because then she said yeah yeah like girl. No, she said something
2: she said something like the people that need like when when she was talking to trinity she was like uh the people that needed to catch them they caught them like the jokes hmm. and i'm like girl you're just relying on on your personality on how people perceive you like outside of this tv show but it's just like if it's not working and you know you see people just like hitting marks and just busting their ass you yep. know to to make a mark on the show and it's just like what are you doing you're literally wearing the same dress I mean it, it just, it's not the same dress that you've seen anywhere But it's like it reminds you of something That she probably wore somewhere mm-hmm. sometime, yeah. That one
0: time This is, you know, this this that's, is her that's... you know the big girl special <laughs> I mean not to like We all have one of these if you're a big queen You have a dress that like is a tube And the contours are formed by what you put under it I mean, that's, right. you know, how it works. but I,
1: I didn't know this was going to turn into an intervention, but yes, I have
0: several dresses just like this I've, one. I've made you several of them. <laughs> no, although the ones I've made you are are, are Yes, tailored. they're
1: far better than they this have, dress.
0: They're princess-seemed.
1: But, like, you. Latrice admitted on the runway that she doesn't cinch normally. What? in On what planet are you a that. big girl and you don't cinch? It just, uh-huh. drag doesn't fit if you don't cinch. It just doesn't. Like... I don't believe that she doesn't cinch
0: because this shape was not that different. Maybe she meant to say that it was her first time wearing a corset.
2: Probably because I've, I've seen like when you see videos of her, I guess it's just like you, oh, like her undergarments. You, you can tell she's wore some sort of like shapewear mm-hmm. in order to just like gather like her padding and her body because mm-hmm. it just cleans it up or cleans up the figure. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, you could have also stoned this dress strategically to like you know make it look more you know more contoured than it was. I just lazy she probably just went out of stones and she was like oh well there goes the back <laughs> let's let's throw some spray adhesive on the back and just throw what we have left i mean and it's true because she is latrice but it's like people may love you but like the output has to match you know well right it's like i
1: said to you last night latrice is beloved from the first time she competed well the first two times she competed in this yeah. competition and that will never change we will always love Latrice. The fan base will always love Latrice. The thing is, if you're going to enter the workroom again to compete, you have to bring something that's going to show everyone why you are the best competitor in the room. And she's not doing that. Nope.
2: Yeah. And stop fun. shitting on like the newer contestants. Like, oh, these bitches, like we're the true OGs. And I'm just like, I get that. But it's like mm-hmm. you need to show them that you're better than them, you know, right. like mm-hmm. with your looks and what your, your performance
0: right be a real og not an old granny whoops Uh, oh wow (laughs) she's
1: not in. (laughs) speaking of old grannies no just Uh, kidding monet (laughs) (laughs) she won this monet i mean monet is a rung below monique i think because this was very clever very clever yeah i mean
2: this is how you do curves too and it's just like it's a nod to pop culture Mm -hmm. it's something that everyone has seen it's a reference everyone gets i i just i loved it
0: i thought like it was it was great because she you know was walking so straight down the runway and i mean like if anybody who knows this image you see the hair you see the champagne bottle so chances are that you're like okay so she's you know doing this this kim kardashian thing um but then, like, it, it's the way all... The, walk,
1: the way the walk down the runway was edited, though, was like, oh, my God, is she going to do it? Is she going to do and then, it? And then bam, she turns, and it's like, yeah. yes,
0: she did it! And like... then on top of that, it's not just a bigger <laughs> booty. This booty is practically, like, turned upside down. Yep. Like, you, you know, so the butt... Like, it, like as if it were, like, the hood of a car. That's what happened here. And, like, it had... You know, it had a butt crack. It wobbled. Like, she was able to make the glass dance. It was... And the like, champagne popped. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And 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 Monet is just showing how clever she is. Yeah. And like, I didn't appreciate how, like, it, and, and I feel like they were doing this because they're like, well, you know, we have to put somebody else in the bottom. So like, you know, and when, when Michelle was like, you know, this is an image that has been overdone and, oh, and it's like, but whatever. it has not been done on Drag Race. Right. Like, it hasn't been done here. I thought Michelle was
1: paying her a compliment because she was like, this is an image that's been overdone Mm -hmm. and like you picked the right one. So we would immediately get the reference in comparison to like what Valentina did. That's how I took it. But
0: what she could have said was, you know, you took something that's been overdone and you did it spectacularly. There's, there are ways to, to, you know, to pay a compliment. And I feel like. It's just it, it's almost like Monet can really knock some things out of the park, but mm-hmm. they still will not give her the credit for it. I and I and I've noticed it, you know, since her season. Um, I mean, yeah.
2: And I look at Naomi too. I think like I, this is that's exactly the same mm-hmm. way how I feel about Naomi. Like she's performing very well, but it just doesn't seem like they're trying to make it seem like they're not hitting certain marks enough for them to win or yeah. just get ahead. But I feel like that's the problem with Monet. And I just it 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 just feels like you can it just sort sort of come off that she feels discouraged by her not getting the recognition that she feels like she deserves
0: mm-hmm. yeah and she didn't deserve to be well we'll get to that but where she well i mean lives. it's getting down to the wire that's what it's happening. Yeah, absolutely yeah
1: mm. uh, we're gonna take another break but when we come back we're gonna talk about the tops the bottoms and we're gonna do some asmr oh so stick around we'll be right back
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Quip, an innovative oral care brand that makes it easier than ever to maintain a healthy brushing routine. The simple secret to great oral health is good technique, consistent brushing, and regular upkeep. Do away with the myth that more power and features means a better clean by trying out their beautifully designed electric toothbrushes. They also take the guesswork out of replacing your toothbrush by delivering a new head and fresh batteries to you every three months. Shipping is free, and you can cancel at any time. We use Quip, and it's made us smile more because our teeth are actually clean. Quip is offering you, our listeners, $10 off your first refill by signing up at tryquip.com slash kiki. Again, that's tryquip.com slash kiki. Quip, oral care designed for a modern lifestyle. And we're back to talk about the results of the of the maxi challenge jersey justice or Schmustis, whatever you want to call it um so after much hemming and hawing they reveal that the top two this week are manila and monique and that the bottom two are monet and latrice how do we feel about the tops and bottoms imperia (sighs) i'm not mad (laughs) i'm not mad
2: and i'm not uh yeah i'm not surprised it's just they performed where well, I just don't like Monique. <laughs> I just don't like Monique. I don't like her. I'm just like, I just feel like she's really milked her references for <laughs> what they're worth. And they're just really favoring her. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I, her runway looked did great and uh, she stood out from her mess of a group. So, I mean, yeah, I guess she deserved it, but yeah, no, I mean like I, a Manila to completely deserved it. Like she killed the challenge, but mm-hmm. And her runway look was good, too, despite that hideous hair. But,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Do it's just think- getting to that point, yeah, where it's just down to the wire.
1: Do you think Valentina's outfit kept her from being in the top this week? Because I do.
2: I think so. Yeah, it's just yeah. it wasn't curvy and swervy enough for her to just... It was a risk that sort of maybe cost her a little bit.
0: Yeah. 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 At least she got to do it, which I think is yeah, absolutely is important. For the bottom well, she's screen- Really. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: Sorry. No, uh, I think she's she's really trying to redeem herself as just the pretty girl, just really perfect all the time. And mm-hmm. it's, she's just being consistent and just going all out and crazy. So yeah. but I think that's what she did with this look. And, you know, she's she's, she's, she's giving it to the audience, not mm-hmm. really for the judges. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that the bottom two, I was a little surprised that Monet was there. I would have gladly switched out uh, Trinity. Mm-hmm. Like, huh. I don't know how that would have affected the results because I don't want Trinity to go home, but not at the expense of just like this being a fair competition, which I guess we already know it's not, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else agree with me?
0: Um. um
2: ooh. Go ahead. <laughs> oh no, no, you go. Um. I just don't know how, I don't, I don't know. I'm just like, who else would I put on the bottom besides Monet and Latrice? And I just feel like it's set up in a way for, I don't know, like, like Manila was definitely not going to eliminate Latrice. And then, you know, you get to the results and it's, it just gets, it starts to get messy for like a storyline, you know? And it's kind of like, well, mm-hmm. it's kind of a given that Monet's going to be there because it's, she's an easy one to pick, you know what I mean? When it comes to contestants.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like, like, like what we were talking about before the break is that they, they kind of put Monet in these positions because it's like, well, if we can't really figure out who else, we'll just put Monet there. That's honestly what it feels like. And it's kind of annoying because, yeah, right. you know, she came in guns a blazing to do the best that she could in her challenge. And, you know, one third of her team was just standing there looking confused. Yeah. Right. Also, one third of her team walked down the runway in, you know, like this, this, this dress, like covered in oversized Jolly Ranchers. But she was here in this thing that was, <laughs> you know, beautifully done and like, you know, on point for the challenge. So it's kind of like, I don't know, you know. But Trinity's yeah. outfit kind of missed it a little bit. But again, and here's my conspiracy theory coming out: is that they know who they're going to pick for top two, and then I think they go to bottom two, right? When they're when they're picking people, they know that Manila's not going to send Latrice home, regardless, absolutely not. Right? But then if they put Monet in the bottom, and they know that Monique is going to be one of the top two, they know this is going to be a hard decision for her, and they want that. TV to be made.
2: Oh, and I want it too. You know, yeah,
0: exactly. Because like, if they put Trinity in the bottom, Monique was sending Trinity's ass home.
2: Absolutely, because I mean, she's a strong competitor. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure that Monet's an easy one to beat, and you know, in Monique's mm-hmm. eyes.
0: And it's like what you know, what what Valentina said. I, I <laughs> and Valentina's not one to talk because I feel like whoever sends Valentina home, if she does get sent home, they're they're not going to fare so well. Mm-hmm. On, oh on God, death
2: threats. Right?
0: Okay. <laughs> um. But, and I'm sure, you know, like, like Manila for even scaring Valentina last week, I'm sure she probably received a whole shitload of nonsense.
1: She got them for sending Gia home, <laughs>
0: which is confusing. Oh, bizarre, God. But, <laughs> um, but I, I, I feel like it's all tactical and, um yeah, I don't know but i don't think monet deserved to be there
1: i'm curious to hear monique's reasoning for saving monet because i really don't think it didn't seem from the deliberation like monique was like cut and dry you're my friend you're the one being saved right so who i mean who but at who the knows? same time they
2: play it up though because it's like when they were filming the whole well, I'm about to go lip sync against Manila. And like when they're doing the lipstick selection, she picks up Monet's lipstick and then uh, she, she, it's all for t- it's good TV. Yeah, You mm-hmm. know, just like just setting it up. And I'm like, I eat it all up. They're, I want like it. act
0: really confused, you know, tap your nails around, like, you know, make it hard. Like, I don't know. Like, I yeah,
2: sound it. ambivalent, but you know mm-hmm. who you're going to send home for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I love the lipstick selection ceremony. I love
2: that oh, they is-
0: added it. I yeah. want one of those boxes.
2: So uh, they should No, and them. i love that they change their outfits too like they change oh. their outfits too and it's like it gives them another chance to show
0: something else from mm-hmm. their wardrobe yeah. i mean i don't think manila finished changing but that's <laughs> you know uh, i like uh, what happened uh, wait before we get
1: into that sorry. i uh, we have to we have to make reference to the oh. asmr moment that happened while they were deliberating because we are such big fans of asmr do you watch asmr videos imperia
2: um yes and no they frustrate me there's like this little girl her name is i think it's like, M- 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 like mackenzie or something like that and she does like these funny asmr videos uh-huh. um but i just I, fi- I, I, I i they freak me out
1: <laughs> what about
2: them but i out? get it i get it i don't know it's just seem like slightly I don't know. It's just like, that's the whole thing about it. They're just like,
3: I am setting this up for you
2: mm-hmm. and I am eating this and I'm going to touch it with my nails. <laughs> like, I, I just, I'm like, no, like, I, 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 I'm I, like, I
3: hate being quiet. I don't want
2: don't, to don't whisper.
3: <laughs> and then it's you hear like,
2: see, this is why I can't do yoga either, because I don't know how to relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I just I love that they play they paid reference to it because I have been wanting to start a drag ASMR channel and I th- why not think, I think it might happen so stay really tuned cute. Um, like the ASMR kiki or grizzly kiki asmr or grizzly mm. asmr i don't know what version you're gonna get but we're gonna think about oh, it honey mm.
2: you're like unfolding the, your dollar crumple dollar bills <gasps>
1: Evan, oh my honey. god yeah
2: okay i'm my just name. giving you ideas this now <laughs> right. write them down <laughs> yeah
1: exactly just put on like uh, i'll sit there and make nails and then wear them and then mm. rub them against the microphone like or like take the, mm. take
0: the mascara wand in and out oh is that's a much like, like those sounds or like uh I don't know tapping on shit those are always fun noises. Yeah. Um,
2: like like you're just like uh just like patting your face but like yeah. like beating your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're oh, lovely. You can get creative with that, yeah, right?
1: <laughs> oh, and we also have to talk about Valentina's outburst. How could we fucking forget? Um, oh, God. I just I loved <laughs> I loved how well written this was. Her saying, ladies, I'm boiling. My blood is simmering through my veins. And then she says whatever she said about the judge. And Monique is just like, sis, I love you, but you're safe. Like, that was iconic The perfect shutdown. Yeah.
0: It must be so much fun to be Valentina. To be like that. uh, I don't want to say self-centered because I don't want to be mean because it is entertaining. But I I would assume that it's a little frustrating to be around. Mm. Um, But I almost feel like she did this to break... (laughs) to break the tension in a way. Cause like these conversations that they were having on the sofa, were going nowhere. Like, honestly, like send Latrice home, send Mon- Like this is going nowhere because nobody wants to send either of them home. Right. So let's do something more fun. It's kind of like last week when they sent Gia home, it's like, what, why, like, why are you talking to anybody else? Right. Like
2: you but can see, have, but that's the thing about, sorry, that this is, that just seems like the thing about Valentina though, that it's like, it seems like her good intentions seem to, I don't know. She's trying to like, She's trying to make a like a light of something. Maybe she's trying to make the situation lighter, but it's mm-hmm. it comes off as if she's trying to make the moment about herself. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. It's like and maybe that's not the intention, but it's coming off that way. Where yeah. She's like, ladies, <laughs> that that bitch just came from my look, and I think I look amazing. And I need like affirmation that it looks great. And they're like, girl, you're safe. Shut down. Like, I s- did sit the fuck down.
0: <laughs> I did not appreciate that the judge with the bun and the gold <laughs> like that. I I just loved it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a mood. I'm like, yeah. uh, yes, girl, same. I feel you. <laughs> I agree.
0: But then Monique just being like, ugh,
1: like, girl, shut up. sit down. Yeah, like, I, sis, I, can't. I love you, but you're safe. Yeah. Iconic. 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 Monique. they like,
2: put that on a t shirt and sell it at DragCon. Yes. Right?
1: Yes. Mm. Um, so let's talk about the lip sync. Um,. And you tried to type the name of the song, but it changed "bitch" to "big."
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> the my big god! Is back.
2: I mean, it's very on theme. It's like cur- curves and swerves so. Oh, there
0: you go. Oh my god! Why is <laughs> word is so shady? Mm-hmm. She's policing- consistency. She's policing my language. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that there was a version of this song. Well, first of all, if I'm being completely honest, I've never heard the original, oh, it's and so I didn't good. know that there was a cover by Tina Turner. So. Uh-
2: no, but I mean the cameo for like Elton John, iconic. That was incredible. Yes, totally. How uh, about guest died, judge.
0: right? Like, come on. Wow. Well,
1: yeah. Because if there was ever a rancid queen, it's Elton John. Like, let's be. Oh god. Very real. Can you imagine though? How rancid? No, they could he like
2: literally do a musical like all around like Goodbye Yellow Brick Road or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, and then just I don't know, slap a, a Wizard of Oz theme and just make it really gay. Like,
1: <clears throat> yeah, it'd be great. You're giving ideas yeah. for Drag Race UK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they, should do, they should totally do that, though. Like, they really should. um Yeah. So, okay. I Mon- what Monique did during this lip sync was excellent. All of her little Tina isms were right there. They were exactly where they needed to be. Manila, I take I take big issue with because mm. she makes a promise to Latrice before they come back to the main stage. She says she's going to tear the roof off this bitch. To save her friend, and then she just kind of stands there doing her impression of Shangela as Tina Turner. <laughs> like, girl, the roof Mm-mm. is completely safe and sound. Nope. No one needs; they don't no need honey, to start she, like, a building fund. Barely
0: scratched it. She wasn't right. even <laughs> knocking on the door. She was just downstairs typing on the keypad to get in. Right, like <laughs> I. And the thing is, it's like why. <sighs> I mean, the outfit was weird. It looked like some sort of strange, like Rocky Horror, like high school, you know, like production. She looked Uh, like Joan Jett.
2: That's what I like. That's what I wrote down. She looked more like Joan Jett than Tina. Yeah, the
0: wig was odd. All of a sudden, like the like the the, wig was another Party City moment. Yeah, and she also looked so like drained of all color. All of a sudden, for whatever reason, I I, I, Uh I don't know what happened. Maybe it was like having so much like black on. She was sad. no no but i mean it was just like the look was i don't know i don't know it was very odd it was not tina it was not tina turner if that's what she was trying to do whereas you have monique who took every opportunity to prove to us that she finally figured out how to get her hair to stay on Mm -hmm. oh my god you know finally like (laughs) body giving us curves and (laughs) swerves during the lip sync that little that little like uh you know like kick that she did when she got to the like left hand side of the stage is so tina. The way she ended the lip sync, like you know, like looking up at the sky is so Tina. She had the handkerchief made of sequins. Like I wish that I had been there to see her lip sync.
2: Yeah. Like I to give that bitch a dollar for sure. Yeah. I will
0: Venmo her a 20. Like I want to see her (laughs) do this so badly Uh because she was having so much fun with this. Mm -hmm. And it was just I love when you see a queen perform like that And they're so into it But you know Manila was just Kind of trying to keep up
2: And that's the beauty of Lip sync for your lives, Or in this case a legacy It's like the moment you win a lip sync That song is yours forever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she can make money out of that That number for her For the rest of her drag career
0: This is her number I I wonder if this is her
1: first time doing a Tina illusion
2: Huh I'm sure that's not like the first
0: time. That hair was, I mean, I would hope not because it was so good. It was so good. Like, mm. Mm
1: hmm. Um, And then she reveals that she chose Latrice to go home. And. Ooh, Latrice.
2: Oh, but before she yeah. did that, she she made sure to pull her references to like the yes. ooh-ah-ah sensation. I'm like, girl, stop. <laughs> However,
0: I will have to say, Imperia, this is the one time where I'm like, you use them in the right sequence. They make <laughs> sense, you know, because she was really just like, bam, bam, bam. And, and and you know, I love stunning. I love ooh-ah-ah sensation. Like, those are the ones that I love of hers because they're just like, they're great, you know? Um, but yeah, that that was rough. Yeah, Ugh. Latrice was
2: pissed. She was like, "I'm not having that, deuces."
1: <laughs> yeah. She she looked very <laughs> upset. Um, and now the million dollar question: Did they send the right girl home? Mm. I don't know.
0: I I mean, I think so. I think I this, think so. Yeah, you know, like if 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 we're you know like like going down to brass tacks and just like looking at Monet's performance so far compared to Latrice. Monet's been putting in more work, came with more diverse looks, has been taking chances that she didn't on her season, you know. And it's like, and again, I love Latrice, but it's like what Robert said: if you're coming back, you have to come back bigger, better, and stronger than you ever have, because you're then like cementing. You know cementing what you did right you know and right. and Monet talked a little bit about it on on I think the latest episode of sibling Rivalry because she said you know it like the most special moment was being on her original season, but coming back was a chance for her to really cement that you know and be like, this is how you 're going to remember me, and that 's what mm-hmm. what all stars is becoming. It's like we don't want to remember Latrice as being the same or being, you know, weak in challenges that she could have very easily have, you know, killed.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I and, mean, in the yeah. workroom, she was that she was she was saying essentially. Hand this competition to me because I've been on the, in this game for way too long, which is mm-hmm. like another theme of the of Drag Race, where it's just like just because of your longevity, does it mean that you're more deserving that all, the rest of the girls? I don't get it. Like, right. and if you are very deserving, then just prove it with your hard work on the show. Yeah, right. You right. know, strike three, you're out.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's your third time, girl.
1: Well, you know, on. it's her first time in the bottom two, but it's not her first time being underwhelming mm-hmm. on the show, unfortunately. Right. And I, I mean, I think this question can only be answered based on whose team you were on. If you were Team Latrice, then you're pissed that she went home. But like, you know, I want to see more of Monet. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Same.
2: I want her to prove herself even yeah. more. And and I don't know. I think she's more not not more deserving than Latrice, but Latrice has has, has had more chances than Monet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also,
0: I I'm not upset with who went home because I feel like the decisions thus far have been. Like there's no way that you can say, oh, you know, this, you know, this is not Roxy Andrews borrowing a T-shirt. Yep. Oh. Okay. Like that's. Bye. This is yes. Jasmine deserved to go home. Yes. Gia deserved to go home. Yes. Latrice did poorly, so you know, you got to go home.
1: I noticed you skipped over Farah. Is there a reason you did that? <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. I, I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not on board with that one yet. <laughs> okay. But Same. Um, Wait, Like,
2: well, you're not on board with her elimination or her being on the show.
0: No, with her elimination. I think. Same. I think that Gia. You know, Gia was being quite rancid, um as she's wont to be, and I have lots of feelings about that. But we'll talk about that when we talk about our listener questions. Oh, right, our listener question um, about Gia I is is that I think Farah. What was what was done to Farah by Gia again, you know, whether she followed prompts that they were given or whatever, unnerving somebody like that just because you want camera time or are, are participating in some sort of like misguided campaign to make yourself look good. Uh-huh. That's unacceptable and it shouldn't be allowed. But, you know, they want to make good TV and not have a good competition sometimes. So that's why I don't I don't think that Farah Farrah was justified. I think she should have been saved. Actually, I agree. All right, let's talk about
1: uh, this listener letter that we got from Jim Silvestri of the Thodyssey blog. Mm -hmm. Um, He wrote the subject line is "Gia upon question mark," Um, and he says, "I desperately need you two every week to break down what I see and hear on this show because one, you catch things so many, uh, you catch so many things." That I do not and um, that I do not and put it in context, I cannot read today. And <laughs> two, you give me assurance that I'm not crazy when you acknowledge certain things that I think only I am caring about. Thank you for that, Jim. Yeah, or maybe That's we're sweet. all crazy. Maybe we are <laughs> not, all are crazy. Um, He continues. So what do you think of Gia Gunn's claims that she was used as a pawn to show that RuPaul and company were, in fact, not transphobic, that she was only cast to, quote unquote, clean up their mess? I kind of agree with her that this was the case. But honestly, if she was aware of that, shouldn't she have gone out of her way to come off as likable? and as viable of a contestant as she could be. By behaving like a rotten troll for those three episodes, she was completely allowing production to play her in just that way. It's like if their end goal really was to show America that trans women shouldn't compete on the show, and I'm not saying that this was their goal, then Gia's actions helped them fulfill that goal. If Peppermint or Jiggly or Sonique were cast they all likely would have come off as more likable and more into the challenges and probably would have still found appropriate ways to enlighten audiences about trans issues and maybe further explain the conflict that a trans woman might have with drag. Also, do you really think there was a confrontation between Gia and Rue about Rue's trans stance that was edited out or is this an exaggeration or flat out lie on Gia's part? I don't know. What do you think? So let's start at the top. Um, do we all? How do we all feel about the idea that Gia was solely cast to clean up the negative thing that radiated from that Ru- that RuPaul interview where she said that trans women will never compete on the show? Oh, I think that that's exactly
0: I, what they yeah, were doing. I think it's true. I think that we needed a trans contestant. I think that we needed to have seen a trans contestant. Jesus contestant, Christ. sure. Yes, yeah, thank you. A trans drag queen on (laughs) season 10 so it's a little late um i i don't think that it what do they call like vanity casting or whatever or stunt casting right yeah okay i don't i don't think that it it like removing gia herself and just you know putting like trans queen like with a question mark where their face should be here in casting i don't think that that Mm -hmm. would have been stunt casting because there are you know at this plenty of trans queens who've been on drag race to be on all stars so Yes, I, I think they were using her as a pawn to, you know, to prove that the show is more accepting than the host is. But
2: at the same time, this is my thing, because I mean, I've always been a Gia gun fan. Okay, despite the, you know, the, how everyone mm-hmm. thinks that she's really rancid and and like how problematic she really is, because mm-hmm. she is problematic. And before mm-hmm. I, uh, you guys asked me to do this podcast. Honey, I just soaked it up at the homework about seeing every Gia Gunn interview to see how conflicting she was, and I was like, okay, well, I need to inform myself on this. I, I like Gia Gunn as a performer. I've seen her. I love her. Um, she's not so nice in the interaction that I once had with her. She wasn't really nice, but um, is that is that a way for Gia Gunn to invalidate her own legacy as a performer and as a drag queen, despite the fact that... Just take out the whole fact that she's trans, you know, for a second. You know, she left a mark on the show. You know, she has some sort of legacy. And I feel like it's the, she's trans and that's really important. But it's like, she's had, she has a legacy that she like all the catchphrases of absolutely. And let me feel my oaths. Like she left a mark and she deserves to be on the show solely on the fact that she, she's a great drag queen. Well, I mean, Mm -hmm. at least I believe that way. The (laughs) fact that she's trans, it's, well, it's important. It's. It's secondary because it's a it's a competition for 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 drag queens, and if you happen to be trans, well, that's great, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I just feel like Gia Gunn, oh God, Gia Gun is problematic. It, it's like mm-hmm. it's, it's it's how I feel about the Vixen. It's how I feel how I feel about Azalea Banks. These are really talented people whose harder are in the right place, but I just don't feel like they're the right people to deliver that message. Uh, you know like why not choose peppermint peppermint made it further mm-hmm. on the show you know and peppermint would have been great uh, a great contestant to have on the show but then yeah. gia Gun could have been a pawn to bring the drama it's well, not because necessarily because she's trans yeah i mean it's a it's a good like oh well, she's you have a trans contestant work but it's it's gia Gun is it's good for drama mm-hmm and she did bring that she was a pawn for drama. I, I mean, will say that.
0: Also if if you know, what what Jim posited, you know, that they they picked her specifically because they knew how volatile and problematic she was and using it in some sort of desperate attempt to prove that, you know, trans trans women should not be competing on drag race I mean, then, then they picked the girl who was going to stick her foot in her mouth at every, you know, every opportunity. Because she really was just munching on her toes until she got eliminated. Like,
2: I mean, who else would they have put on the show? Because it, Carmen it, Carrera it, it, wouldn't have done that.
0: No, exactly. None of the other girls, you know, that, that Jim put down here or Carmen would have given them what they wanted i i I think it's because gia just in in her own like daily life and as you know on social media on a daily basis she's just she puts up stupid shit oh and
2: she's very contradicting uh like that's that's my issue with her that it's like if it's kind of like Alyssa edwards was it like that said if you're gonna be a a be about a bitch then be about it Mm -hmm. you know and just commit to you being a bitch right. or like I guess like Fifi O'Hara who just can put her foot in her mouth and you know it's just well she's a bitch and that's who she's always been but then mm-hmm. Gia Gunn says one thing like I saw her YouTube video of her just saying like oh well like this and that like just like I had a great experience I love Farah, and try to make herself look good but behind the scenes and even on interviews she's just like oh well I was very surprised that I saw pheromone in that workroom because I need I think she needs time she's very young like mm-hmm. she's talking shit about every single contestant yep. But then mm-hmm. on her, it, it's very contradicting. So she says one thing and then in the other, she says another. And it's just yeah. like, wait, you're just contradicting yourself and it's yeah. not making you look good.
0: Yeah. She's not, she's not smart. And I've said this in, in previous uh, recaps of this season is like, she's not smart enough to properly play the game that she's deciding to play. Right. And that, that is, it, it like, you can't. You can't do that if you're going to be, again, as active on social media as she is and, and giving interviews and putting out YouTube videos. Like, you, 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 you can't be that girl who's, like, being a different person at every outlet, you know?
1: My thing with Gia Gunn, my issue with her is, okay, so no one asked you to be a trans, like, a, a role model for trans nope. women. No one asked Absolutely. for that ever. You gave yourself that platform. Mm-hmm um and that's your business like it's not for us to decide what you know what you should or shouldn't do um but you chose that because she went through this entire the three episodes she was on for this show she went through this entire thing talking about how you know trans women deserve to be here and it's like no one's bringing any of that up no one would brought that to the table you brought it to Mm -hmm. the table so that that aside she is her her first defense mechanism whenever she's in a situation where she has to um where she has to have like a witty remark back to one of these other girls is to talk about how their look is deficient in comparison to hers or how she's more talented and let's see how you do on the runway but then she can't deliver when yeah. she gets there
2: and well, also she she also sorry no, she also ahead. like and and validates, uh, she's just like, Oh, look at these dudes. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, well, if you had another trans contestant that was less, I guess, passable, like, would that be an issue as well? Like, is it, is it, is it, is it the, the, the entire goal of being trans or just being a drag queen looking like a woman? You know, cause there are very, many, many forms of drag. Yeah. And it's kind of contradicting to her purpose of just showing that, you know, trans people can be, you know, uh, capable of competing on Drupal's Drag Race, and I say trans people because you know you could be it could be a drag king as mm-hmm. well, it could be exactly. someone who's uh, female to male, and you know present representing mm-hmm. the you know their cause. Yeah, it's right. just I don't think that she's she her heart might be in the right place, but I just don't think that she's the right person to deliver that message. No,
0: absolutely not. Also,
1: I think and one of the reason one of the things that makes her problematic is that she doesn't understand that perceived transphobia is just as dangerous as transphobia against like an actual trans like a person who is trans and living their life openly as the gender that they feel so that's why i took such issue with her uh her whole i mean aside from her jenny Bowie being so fucking offensive on top of that you're calling latrice a man within the confines of this game where it's like you're all portraying women so stay in character and treat all of these people like you're talking to other women and she right. has to go outside of that and be transphobic by doing and invalidate
2: th- someone else's drag as well exactly <laughs> you know and did you see the comments that jenny Bowie like uh I that's is that her name jenny jenny Bowie. yep yeah. Yeah, she responded to Dia Gunn's uh remark. She was just like, "Well, uh, I'm glad that someone represented me, but it's it seems like the only fresh tilapia thing was like some 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 starts. She she clapped back at Gia mm-hmm, Gunn yeah. she was just she had yeah. stuff to say. She's like, "Honey, like don't come for me. Yeah. <laughs> like you sucked."
0: Monet even called uh Jenny Bowie during her like video recap on her YouTube channel yeah. to ask her about it cuz Monet and Bob know Uh, jenny bowie they've had nails made by her and jenny was like yeah that's not what i sound like and she you know she she said to monet like she was saying she was talking as if i don't know how to speak english i've been in this you know here for like 30 years um my kids even saw it and were like mom she's dissing you like so girl like she just oh again she just she loves the taste of her toes that's all I can say. Like, it's just, you know, thing after thing. And then a, a note about this, like, confrontation that she supposedly had with RuPaul, which has been rumored for months now. Right. Bob and Monet were, were talking about Gia on, on their podcast recently. And, and, you know, Monet was very clear about how she felt about Gia during competition. And they got to that episode. And I feel... Like if there really had been this competition, which according to Gia, uh, sorry, this confrontation, which happened uh, according to her right before the um, I think it was right before the snatch came or right before the runway that, that the snatch came like before they went on in the workroom in front of everybody. One of those girls would have corroborated what happened, even I even mean, if they didn't like her. And Monet was just like, she just behaved, you know, I don't think they're allowed to. Too
2: right that's that's why a lot of these girls really
1: yes I
0: don't think they're allowed to
2: contractually but they're contractually bound like to not to not say anything that happened behind the scenes and I think it's like I've I've read stuff about what Gia Gunn expressed uh, uh, on another podcast the race chaser for Willem and and Alaska she was just saying I just felt invalidated and I felt this and that and I expected RuPaul to tell me look at how far you've come and like this is important what you're doing and this is what bothers me about a, a lot of these girls that Like they come to Hollywood and then they're expecting a pat on the back and then like a slap on their ass. Like, Mm -hmm. you go, girl. And It's like, honey, no one's going to like validate you at all. Like, it's just this is this is your chance for you to do it yourself. And they sort of expect RuPaul to also not only give them the platform, but to also just get the validation that I don't know. It's like, just do your thing and take charge of what you're there to do, period.
0: They're not going to get it from RuPaul. No. Oh honey, no! no, no RuPaul no. doesn't
2: give a fuck. It's right, just like she's no. she's she's making money while she sleeps. Mm-hmm. Like
0: RuPaul is the wicked queen from Snow White, and if she had it her way, she'd have a hunter go down and kill the prettiest girl for her heart. That's what well, she I'm would. I'm sorry,
2: do. but I feel like RuPaul has worked her ass off for what she's got. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, she's 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 POC. She's she's a self-made person. I and I respect that. You know, I I is she problematic on a lot of her views? I mean, I think we we can't we all can be problematic in a lot of a lot of our opinions. I'm Puerto Rican and I don't need beans. Okay, like like in what world? But <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, RuPaul. You know, she's she's self-made, and I respect that. And yeah. For people to expect something out of her besides a platform that she's essentially handing you a career, it's like what else could you what else could you want? You can't expect validation or or for her to say the right thing for you. You have to make that happen with your own platform. That's my opinion.
1: Especially during the walkthrough right before Snatch Game, it is historic at this point that the point the purpose of that walkthrough is to be like, oh really? You're gonna do this character? Well, why don't you do a little? Why don't you give me a little? that character oh is that when are you going to start doing that character like historically the purpose of Mm -hmm. that walkthrough is to get you to be in your head and fuck it all up because that's what they want
2: yeah i mean and it's good tv too like like valentina was just like oh well i don't know about this and that and and i can really do improv and then she did great on the challenge Mm -hmm. like it's tv
0: and and so far they're not you know on this season of all stars they're not showing any of the walkthroughs so, oh and, no! Like,
2: why would they? It's just yeah. because you know the drill. It's like let's just get to the nitty gritty mm-hmm. and let's see the challenge happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, it's all for TV. But my my whole purpose is like, why was Gia expecting this like touching heart to heart moment to happen during a moment that is historically meant to fuck with your brain in the moment, right? so
2: it's like like the whole pearl thing or like mm -hmm. do i have something on my face yeah sort of thing it's just like it's there's there's bound to be some sort of conflict but like
0: the walkthrough is not when you pull out your soapbox exactly you do that on the main stage if you want to sure but not you know not there
2: and they choose whatever they want to show it's Mm -hmm. like pheromone Mm -hmm. was saying uh for a video, for uh, a review for With, uh, oh my god, uh, Miss Cracker She was mm-hmm. saying that the producers Talked to her about, like, if she wanted to show The fall, because she hit herself really hard The producers talked to her, like Do you want us to not show the fall? But then she said, then it's not gonna Make any sense, like, in terms of A mm-hmm. storyline, you yeah. know, do you need to show The struggle and what happened, because then It's just, like, her reaction, she was really emotional yeah. So, like, what purpose Would that have done, you know, I, don't, I just yeah. don't
0: no, Absolutely, very true Oh
1: no. Well, thank you to Jim for sending us our this yes. listener letter. This was a very like we had a very good conversation mm-hmm. just now. A spicy
2: mm-hmm. question. Yes.
1: <laughs> And um and thank you to Imperia for joining us. This was so fun.
2: Oh my god, are you kidding me? This is my first podcast, and I'm like, is it I was really? So excited. Yes, it is. It's so it's been so much fun.
1: Oh my god. Well, it won't be your last because we're definitely planning to have you back on. so oh, please, our do. listeners <laughs> can get to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, um yeah. Uh, so well, why don't yeah, you tell sorry. our listeners where they can follow you on social media?
2: Um, well, my Instagram it's uh at Long Live imperia that's i-m-p-e-r-i-a uh and um yeah that's that's all i do i only do instagram and facebook so yeah you can find me on facebook as imperia but oh imperia but uh yeah no i just have my
1: little instagram and that's
2: all i do just like just full like post pictures every now and then and just do whatever i want yeah
1: and, but that's and post it. videos with your dog. Oh my god! So oh, cute. oh
2: my god! Waffles. Yeah, she's got like I have to start an Instagram for her because she gets more love than I do. <laughs> that <little> bitch,
0: capitalize, <laughs> capitalize on it. Get that sponsors. bitch,
2: bitch. Yes. No, she's <laughs> she's she's my baby. But yeah, no, it's it's it. You you'll see like little by like bits by bits of drag. Me doing drag because it's drag out here is sporadic, you know. So mm-hmm. we just make it happen whenever we can.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, if you have anything to plug, let's let's do that.
2: Oh well, plug me, <laughs> plug me up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 no, I don't have anything else to plug. It's just just follow me on Insta, and if you want to follow me on Facebook too, you can find me as Imperia on Facebook. So that's about it.
1: Yes, yeah, yourself <laughs> to her stories. Mm-hmm. So I oh, please shit out of them. I follow promise. me, stalk
2: me, Venmo me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we're Grizzly Kiki on everything. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so you can follow us there. Send your questions
1: to grizzlykiki at gmail.com and maybe we're readers on the air.
0: And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Mm. So until next time. Mm-hmm. Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>